Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn Schwartz, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen Moody, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Let's do it. I'll go first because this happened. Wait, what are we doing? Trials and triumphs, aren't we? Oh, trials and triumphs. Yes. And I'm going first because I only have a trial. Ugh. Rage. I hope you all enjoy this as you're driving somewhere. (laughs) I am on the 3 a.m. feeding um, of our child. My husband got the midnight. I got the 3 a.m. That's fine. So I'm up at 3 a.m. It is pouring rain in Atlanta. And no biggie. You know, he's sweet. I'm about to change his diaper, and I hear a dripping noise. I look over in his crib. Now, mind you, he's sleeping in our room with us in a pack-and-play because that's what they recommend or whatever. But I'm in his room changing his diaper, and over on his crib bed, it is the ceiling is dripping. The oh, ceiling, the same thing that David God. has fixed. And I'm like, Great. Quote fixed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> oh, I told him the other day, I was like, David, I know you like patched it and painted it, but it's starting to yellow again, which makes me feel like it's not fixed. And he like, you know, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's dripping at 3 a.m., but thank goodness for a waterproof mattress pad. I saved that mattress. Did you just like put a bucket under there and just go I, back to sleep? I, no, I pulled the crib out, took oh, off the sheets because I want to make sure the mattress didn't get ruined mm-hmm. and everything and threw those in the wash at 3 a.m. Because I'm oh, Superwoman. Why you would are. you wash it at 3 a.m., girl? Well, I was worried just sealing je- junk. I don't know. Oh, you Anthrax. Give, you give this motherhood thing another month or two. Oh, It'll yeah. be like vomit, diarrhea, whatever. It's just going to go over here in the laundry basket until I get up tomorrow. That's that's probably true. <laughs> but to to the end, it's... <laughs> what if my kid had been in there? Well, he'd yeah, be wet. True. And he'd be then, fine, and then but he'd he be wet. He would have cried, and then you would have gone in there. Yeah. Him. And David was like, it's fine. We'll just rearrange the furniture. Well, what are we going to put under the leak? What? <laughs> You're going to put that plant that you that were wanting to get. <laughs> My plant that I forgot to water? Yes. This is perfect. That is, like, totally the same response as when your um your light was flickering, and he's like, it's fine. It's just an old it's house. It's an old house. You're like, what? So what I'm no. hearing is I need a new husband. <laughs> no, you need a handyman. You need a new husband, and he'll take that couch with him. <clears throat> No, get a handyman and no. don't tell your husband. And Thank here's you. why. Oh, that's and, smart. And that's I'm true. not doing this as a as a like uh, any kind of an insult to husbands because I love my husband and he's actually pretty handy. But I I find that often, and we as women will do it too. We'll be like, I can do that. I don't need to get anyone to do that. I can paint that door. I can fix that ceiling. I can blah blah blah. But it never gets done. Yes. Because we're all busy doing the things we do all day, mm-hmm. our jobs. So hire someone whose job is to fix ceilings or to yeah, whatever yes. and then it gets done and and it's all fine and then tell them after the fact and it's it'll be like two hundred dollars something you'll be finished you won't even I think mean, about it ever again issue. it's well I, worth the problem that's what i said it's not like we're moving out you got to fix that i i, I don't like my husband being on the roof 
Agreed. Just me out. Agreed. Like, I was heard too many horses. I would there. rather not send you to the ER because you broke your leg. He sent me up there. I went and looked to try to find this hole originally as well. <laughs> Both of us were up there. Well, it's a 50s yeah, pitch. It's that's like true. you Yours can walk across easier. that. Yeah. If it was anything higher, it would be a different scenario. But yeah. we walk. he walks up there and blows off the pine straw off the top of yeah, it. That's good. It's, that is tricky. We need to do that terrible. at our house, actually. I feel like your triumph is that you're now a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> at the moment i am a stay-at-home mom nothing gets done fyi um, good i feel like the the triumph that you were talking about before we started recording was a really good triumph. what was it your leather sofa oh how much you've fallen in love with your leather sofa because it's so durable <laughs> guys my leather sofa is so heinous to visually look at but i respect its usefulness right now between the baby and the dog, I Clorox wipe it every day. So if you come over and sit on it, you should know that that is one clean sofa mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. sit on. All right. All right. Good to know. Good to know. I'll Ugly, triumph. Noted. But <laughs> if you can, my leather sofa seems really wipeable with a baby and a dog. That's my triumph. <laughs> Find a pretty one, though. All right. I, I, I can go. I'll go. Do it. I'll follow up that gem. I don't know if you can. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm teasing. I got more um, gems. <laughs> I, okay, well, my tri- triumph is not really that exciting, but it was kind of exciting. Okay, so I think I mentioned before that Will's dad is a historic preservationist, but they have this event every year, and it's called a gala. They have, like, this gala. We always go, and a lot of times it is at a, like, beautiful, fantastic old house. So we went this year, and you weren't really allowed to go into the house. A lot of times you can, like, go into all the rooms. One year, like, they had a, um, like, a thing on their roof where you can, like, a, oh, God, what is it called? Like a bird's, you know what I'm talking about. A thing on the roof? Yeah, it's like a landing on the roof with a railing around it where you can go like up there. Like a widow's walk? Yeah, yeah, like a widow's walk. There you go. And some, some of the, so some of the house guests or the house owners are, like, let you go up all in their own biz. Well, this one was not. We could only be in the front yard. Okay. Until the party was over. Then you went nosing around. And then they let us go down to the man room. Ooh. They were going to continue the party. This The party went down to, like, probably 35 people. And everyone went through the house down into the man cave. Um, Y'all, I, like, I get to the kitchen, and I look around. I'm like, I know this house. It was the Symphony Show house oh. from, like, a couple years ago. And... You're gonna, you're gonna. If you've been on Instagram and you follow any interior designers, there was that room that we 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 loved, and um, it was like a breakfast room, and they had like sort of a spa blue checked banquette with um, fabric upholstered above it. With yes, like a, I know a, exactly. A circular mm-hmm. window, and mm-hmm. it was like all over Instagram. It was so pretty, and then they had this um, living room designed by Phoebe Howard that I recognized, and I was like, hey. I'm in the Phoebe room. I know room. where this is. Like, and then I was like, "Will Phoebe Howard at this living room?" And it, um, Lauren Deloach, I think is how Deloach. She is a, a guest on the show in a couple of weeks, and she did the breakfast room. So, anyways, as soon as I walked in, I was like, "Oh, I know exactly what this is," and I just thought that was really exciting. Did you tell them that you're stalking their house on Instagram? I, I don't know. I didn't know who they were. No. Oh. Like, there was a big room full of people. So you didn't know who they were. And I only were. knew like half of them. So. And I was... You know was, how you find out real quick? Well, it was really how? late at this point. No, here's how you find out who the owner is real quick. Break something. something. Yeah, break oh. something. I thought she was going to say set it on fire. <laughs> God, or set it on fire. 
You'll quickly know well, who it the was owner like is. eleven PM at that, that point and I was like, and this is past my bedtime. Can we go now, please? Well it was like, but we have to Man, see the you live the crazy life, Caroline. <laughs> no, not eleven. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> that was my triumph. It's good. And I honestly can't okay, well Your life's too good. It's all um, roses. <laughs> no trial. Well, here, here's a recent trial. So Will is doing some demo in our backyard, which maybe can be my triumph next time once it's all done. But in the meantime, <laughs> our yard is like a construction site, but our dog still has to go out into the yard to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So the other night, she goes out there and gets like super duper muddy and came in. Mm-hmm. Will tried to wipe off her paws. She immediately sprints into the bedroom Hops all over our white bed, black paw prints everywhere. So that was fun. Nice. That was that. Was Joe nice. does not allow our dog into our backyard. Yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that out loud, but it's true because he digs up the yard. I yeah. mean, you think like, oh, it's a fenced backyard. That's where the dog. Nope. Oh no. Not, not my dog. Yeah. Yeah. The dog digs it up and then comes in and like runs we around the house. We should probably stop for a while until we get some sod down because. If it's a this mud is gonna pie. happen every. Well, especially now that it's, it's spring, it's gonna be muddy. Yeah. yeah. We have a dog run. Oh, that's so smart. Like it's sectioned off. You just add a little bit of fence. Oh, that's smart. If you want it. it do you have fake grass it. in there? What do you have? No, it's just real grass. Mm-hmm. But anyway, at least then it's their domain. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm beginning this love affair with fake grass. I'm gonna keep you all posted oh. on it. Cause I'm I all about it. Kind of wanna like redo my whole backyard with fake grass. Or is right, it my turn? turn? Okay. So my triumph is that I bought a new dining room table today. <gasps> today? Oh, my gosh. It's going to change our podcast you world. I know because we sit at my dining room table. <laughs> is it round? It is round. Okay, good. <laughs> so right now we sit at a dining room table that is 52 inches, I think, round. And I bought a 60-inch round. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a little tickle. Uh, I bought the Casa Florentina. What are you doing with this one? I'm throwing it on the curb. You want it? Maybe. Okay, let me tell you the history of this table. <laughs> so I bought this table. It's actually from the same Italian factory as the table that I'm getting my new table from. But mm-hmm. I got this table, and I got 10 matching chairs. So, okay. and they're black. It's all black. And I got it all, and I'm like, blech. Like, it's all matching. It's all gross. It was too much matching. Mm-hmm. And so I hated it forever. I mean, it's fine. It was lovely, y'all. I mean, I sound like a spoiled brat. But you get it all in and you're like, ooh, but it's an expensive mistake, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, I I weeded out the chairs. I got six chairs uh, at the store that are just Louis chairs that are gray, so they don't exactly match, and I love that. So it, mm-hmm. I kept the black table, and it, I, I use it without the leaf, and I have a round. But I don't love the oval with the leaf. Mm, yeah. Never have liked that. I don't really like a table that isn't round. I love the the conversation of a table but I did not have an excuse to get rid of this perfectly fine and adequate lovely dining table um and then um we had a fire (laughs) (laughs) well it was a small fire it was a small little fire fire. it was a Christmas fire I feel like often we have fires at Christmas at least in my house because motives candles greenery it's all dried Usually each year there's some kind of a fire. Great. Yeah. Um, Y'all don't have these at your house? I have a smoke alarm in this room, so I'm feeling good about that. Yeah, yeah. It's usually when we're in the room. Or adjacent or something. Point out safety. Yeah. So we were, yeah. So we, I had votives. I had greenery. I had some things sitting around the table. One of the things was a gift that I'd give my husband, the punching nun puppet. 
So do you all know what that is, the punching nun? I've seen it before, yes. It's like a puppet, and it's a nun, and you can put your hand in it, and then she punches. You can make her punch people, people in the face. So my husband, who is from <laughs> birth to all the way through, like, elementary school to law school, like, Catholic school, has a, a nun affinity. So I gave him that in his stocking, which he was very excited about. The nut punching nun did catch on fire, and her beautiful acetate gown melted oh all over the table, and so it messed up the finish of the table. So I have an excuse now to get rid of the table, mm, even though that happened it. like three years ago. But I've been working up to it, and I didn't really have what I loved. So I got this new one. I think it's called the Benito. Benito? Yeah, that's right. It's the one with the metal banding. Yes. It's really pretty. It's oh, my God. One. It's so amazing. It's, it's round. Really it comes in two sizes, 48 or 60. And you can get 15 different finishes. I got white Ooh. with gray undertones. Uh-huh. I, Karen, so it, I know. I'm surprised. I know. I surprised myself. And then it has oh. the edge of the top of the table has uh, what I think it's painted on, but it looks like a metal band and then big metal rivets. It mm-hmm. sounds kind of weird, but it's it's good looking. So amazing. It's really looking. your style, too. So I am very excited. Of course, they're making it into Lee, so I have to wait like, I don't know, It'll 400 be weeks. Christmas, like right before, as your Christmas gift. Yeah, so I can burn it up right at Christmas. Um, but I'm <laughs> no punching pretty excited about it, you guys. As you should. That's very exciting. Yeah. No, so I have a black purchase. table with a leaf. If anyone would like it, Karen. I just said I wanted it. Oh, you, it's yours. Done. Yes. You could paint it. You can keep it. I'm Whatever done. You want. I'm done. I'm done. And I've got, it. well, you can't take the 10 chairs because I use them. At no, Christmas. I don't need the chairs. I got okay. chairs. At, I got too many. You chairs. got your own chairs. <laughs> I got chair problems. All right. So that is my triumph. Yes. My trial. That's a triumph for me, too. Right. <laughs> I'll pull this in my car right now. Thank you, guys. You're welcome to the end. You have to wait till I get my new table. That's true. Okay. So I have to wait till Christmas. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be a while. It shouldn't take that long. Okay. This is real quick, my trial. I've, I've told you before, I have different colored towels in all my bathrooms. It helps me as we launder them. Like, I know which one goes where, blah, 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 blah. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I feel like you have 10 towels in one room and none in the other. All right. So... I'm finding, I have white in my bathroom, I have gray in one, taupe in one. I keep getting, like my towels keep, towels keep getting bleached, my colored towels. I don't know what from, I'm not using bleach. Do you use um, benzoyl peroxide on your face? I don't, Is but there I have teenagers yeah. in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what's happening? Yes. It's either that or guest. Any um, of those will. Okay, so my mom, when I was in high school, like splurge she's not like a splurger and she splurged on some really nice pottery barn towels mm-hmm. they were gray and i was on acne medicine at the time and we shared a bathroom and yeah yeah like mine are all afterwards. like totally bleached yeah. and, mm-hmm. and joe and i are like what is going on yeah, that's so is, is that what it is mm-hmm. so i should just get mm-hmm. white towels with mm-hmm. like maybe different color dobby yeah. or something yeah okay she well, better bet yeah fine then i'll let the teenagers thing, keep these same towels thing with sheets yeah. Because, you know, you put your, you put that on, like, right before bed. Oh. And so if it's at all wet. Oh, good to know. Because we always have teenagers crashing here but it's and not showering even, here. Yeah, and it's not even on your face because they make it for your whole yeah. body. Your whole body. Oh. It's, like, in body washes and stuff. So, like Caroline said, it's yeah. it's the whole towel. Because I even had some mm-hmm. guests leave one weekend, and I had blue towels. Same thing. I had blue towels in my guest bathroom. And I went to fold them out of the dryer. I didn't notice when I threw them in. Mm-hmm. And I put them in the dryer, and I was like, yeah. These are ruined. Yeah, yeah. ruined. Yeah. Ruined. Ruined. All yeah. right. Maybe I could over dye them like the French do with their linens. Okay. <laughs> so I those mean, are mine. I feel like they go, you know what's really handy? We, 
What? We keep our leftover towels to clean the dog. <laughs> yeah, we do too. So that when Annie goes and gets paw prints everywhere, that is. But there's only a certain number yeah, you need. That's true. I already Respect. have a lot. You're, you're stopped. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that really stinks. Well, that's oh. okay. It's lesson learned. So now I'll just get white towels with different color dobbies and call it a day. Yeah. Done. Right? Done. Well, we do have, have new. Yeah, but we have these new pink towels at the office that I have that, you know, my new guest room that I did. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it, and I've got like little pink accents and a pink ceiling. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. I want to get the pink towels. What? Why don't you get the pink towels for yourself and put your white ones in? They go with her guest room. Yeah, they go with my guest room. I Plus, say, I think Joe Mooney would divorce a, me if I gave like him a pink a towel. Do you have like a towel bar? So this is going to sound really lame, and I'm okay if y'all respond with this. Mm-hmm. But I have this. I bought this ochre color towel for my black bathroom because right. it Ooh, popped. But um, they're layered under these white towels with this embroidered black dobby. Uh-huh. And so what ends up happening is guests, if they don't use the towels that are folded in the room or under the under the console, mm-hmm. if they end up grabbing it off, the, they grab the top towel. Right. But if you leave mm-hmm. towels on the bed like stacked up for the guest I do find they usually use that instead of so, so have like show have towels the and then have not that that's what you want I'm but not, I'm not opposed to that visually then at least you'd get that pink in your bathroom and yeah, less true. likely for them to use them and then put white out for them they're to such use. a pretty color those they pink towels pretty, yes yeah, I've been wanting them they're so pretty. you should just get them I know they're still like the softest, softest pink. Get that pink. Right? Maybe yeah, that's my birthday do, gift to myself. It goes with your do bathroom. pink towel towels and then do white hand towels on top. Because if I was a guest and I was, like, drying off my face after washing my face or something, yeah, I, would, yeah. I would use the white hand towel, you know? Yeah. Yes. That's on top, that's layered yeah. versus, like, the really big one underneath. That's I'll tell you, girl, it's on every single thing I've got. It's it not just body, one size. It must be a body wash. I mean, I think they it's make sort of like, But yeah. you're not going to put no. the pink ones in your, in your son's towel. Good point. And they're light. It wouldn't be nearly as, as drastic as the dark gray towels with the big mm-hmm. white. Or how about this? <laughs> so embarrassing. Get, and as about, a guest, if you open a towel that has that, you know how you, you know it's clean, but you're like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that the mystery solved, and now I know what it is. It's, yeah. Um, how about you get one pair of the pink ones, and then when like your girlfriend or someone you. Know, I'll give it for the adults. Yeah. And then if there are kids over, the I'll be like, use these other ones. The teenagers well, I'm. Ha- I mean, they're boys. They don't care. Yeah, They'll exactly. dry off with a rug. Yeah, except, yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, in the summer, I can get some, I mean, I've used some on my back before. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So, I'm 30. Acne's agnostic. It doesn't. It does not care about your age. It doesn't care. I'd love to say I have perfect skin. I don't. So, well, I But do. I would use no, a white kidding. towel. I would use, because I yeah. know. Yeah, I'd be I like, know, too. Yeah. No. Do you have a white towel? All right, well, I dragged that out a long time. It's supposed to be Real quick. Long. Sorry, y'all. It's also a good note, though, to anyone that's shopping for towels. Get white if you got teenagers. Or, well, I use benzoyl peroxide every night. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's just, it's a preventative measure. Preventative yeah. measure. There you go. White towels are better. And plus, you can bleach them. They always look clean. Yeah. The, the end. So today we have two very special guests, two interior designers here from Atlanta, Julie Montgomery and Michelle Grotch. And um, y'all started your design business just a couple years ago, but you were both interior designers before that, right, on your own, and you kind of joined forces, is that right? We actually merged our firms last, almost a year ago, this summer. Wow. So yes, but we both have um, many years of experience, so we combined those two 
um, businesses to create Montgomery Branch interiors. How would you describe your style, would you say? Combined style, I guess. Well, combined style. <laughs> I love color and pattern and, you know, more is more. <laughs> more is better. Yes. And Julie helps me, like, restrain Probably a little bit more refined. Um, but I love color and pattern. When I, when I was um, in my independent firm, I didn't do a lot of wall coverings, but Michelle has done a lot of wall color coverings. I didn't have clients that were ready to take that. Um, I forced my clients to do wall coverings. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So it, it's been, I think it's just a great balance of two different, two like styles, but also some differences. And, um, and that's really why we decided to merge our firms together. I love that it sounds like you're making each other stretch. Which is cool, oh, which I feel like is the role of a designer for a client anyway, is to help us see beyond what we would normally want to do. Mm-hmm. You you have to make us stretch, so you're making each other stretch. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's great to have someone else to bounce your thoughts and your ideas off okay. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did y'all meet? It was a networking event. At ADAC. It was mm-hmm. at ADAC. It was actually um, listening to Parker Kennedy. It was a panel, a uh-huh. panel at ADAC. And Michelle had spoke about balance of life, family, and how to balance business. And my, of course, my everything in me started just kind of going ding, 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 ding. You know, I, I get it. And so afterwards, uh, we just started talking. And that was really the start of just a uh, friendship. friendship. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. What was your first thought of each other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Julie's very zen-like. She's like earth mama to me. And I'm like, oh, all the time. So she's very calming. And she's just easy to talk to. And liked her immediately so I think you have to you have to have that respect and the like for someone that you're going to partner with right so it was just and then over time you just kind of start looking at um, family lives and um, kind of work-life balance and what we really wanted out of work mm-hmm. and I think that resonated with both of us so has combining your firms allowed you to work fewer hours can not you lean on each other? Not anymore? yet. No. 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 And we're still fresh at it. I mean, we're mm-hmm. we're going to be a year this summer, as I had said. So, um, I mean, I, that's the hope. I think is for yeah. us to be able to have more time with our families. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still kind of figuring out our groove and building our business to mm-hmm. what we want it to be. So, sure, that's probably going to happen down the road, but not just yet. Would you say most of your clients are families? Probably by and large for both of us, I yes. think it's been that way, yes. which we connect with, right? Because we both have two children. Mm-hmm. So um, we understand how they live, what they need. Um, it's yeah. very relatable lifestyle to us. Mm-hmm. But we recently just did um, an older gentleman who was starting a new life, new mm-hmm. journey, new chapter. And that was kind of fun That's to read new life yeah. into mm-hmm. his house. And, and worked with empty nesters. Uh-huh. So, I mean, the, the whole gamut. Right. But um, but certainly with families we can really connect with because we get we right. get the reality mm-hmm. lifestyle reality. What do you say to people who want to wait until their children are out of the house to buy anything nice? You'll never do. Don't it. do that. Right. <laughs> right. No, just Preach teach it. them. Teach yes. them when they're young yes. to stop touching and don't do this right. and don't eat on the sofa. I mean, you just teach them when they're little, mm-hmm. and they will learn. Because uh, Michelle and I both talked. We both had pretty objects on tables when our kids were very young. Mm-hmm. You just let them know, like, no, this don't is not touch. a toy. You don't That's touch right. this. Right. So it can't be too precious. Now, that being said, we suggest performance fabric to clients and would want it on our own home. So mm-hmm. that's things of that nature. You still want wear and tear and livability. You have to be realistic. But you should have pr- 
pretty things and something that's super precious, maybe tuck it away in a, in a room that the family's not really in. But otherwise, you know, it should reflect your personality, how you want to feel, because you're living in that home. If you're with your kids all day or if you're at work or you're traveling, you come home, you want to have your home feel like it's a peaceful place for you at the end of the day. Yeah. And it has to reflect you now, not just the toys everywhere, which is reality when, when, when you have kids. But, right. but they learn, mm -hmm. I think, as soon as you start to really um, say, we respect our things. We work hard for these things. Let's respect our things. They start to pick up on that. Mm -hmm. Say it young. Say it while they're young. And right. then I think it makes a big difference. Agreed. Where, oh, go ahead. I was reading this book. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> Bring, bringing Home Bebe or whatever, uh -huh. which is like to teach, you know, have you heard of this? I think I yeah. have, yes. So like the woman who lived in France who was like, why are all their kids so much better than American kids? Anyway, and how to raise your kid to be more French-like. And they're like, <laughs> from the beginning, you talk to them like they're adults. They that's understand. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's what that made me think of is being like, no, don't touch that. <laughs> and you give them like Coca-Vin when they're like in the crib. Obviously, yes. Yeah, duh. That's exactly. <laughs> I mean, and red wine in their up. bottle. My parents were like, <laughs> yeah. "Listen, this is how we live, mm -hmm. and you need to live within our framework and how we want things." And I think society has everyone kind of you know dotes on their kids. So right. It's a little different. My favorite is cooking two meals, so the kids get this dinner, yeah. and the adults get that dinner. I'm like, "What is going on? Yes. Who's got the time and energy for that?" Not it's me. hard enough to cook one meal. I know. Right. Right. You eat what I mean. Yeah. Or, or if you don't like it, you can have a yogurt. Yeah, that's make what I tell my kids. Something. That's that's the only thing you can have <laughs> the yogurt. I have to do a little mixture of both because of a very picky older child who was since he was a baby was that tactile. Everything was just um, everything just either looked bad, touched bad, smelled bad, and he still is that real. So if I want him to eat, I have to do something <laughs> a little something different. So there are some some things that you know you just. Yeah. Give in. Unfortunately, yeah. you it's give part in. of reality. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, but not on your decor. Never, <laughs> never compromise on that. <laughs> what do you feel like is the most like? What do you kind of? How do you approach a room differently? I mean, I like with the performance fabrics. I guess that's a good example. But mm -hmm. are there a lot things that you do all the time in a family home versus someone that? Like this new maybe Duster guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. You might yeah. even have like a bachelor that has a dog or something. You know, just it's about lifestyle or loves to entertain and all all of the friends are always over. So I think it's just it's not just about family. I mean it's True. it's just how do they live in general. There's mm -hmm. certain rooms, like a dining room, where you're gonna everybody needs performance fabric and a dining chair. Mm -hmm. Um we, we are not the cleanest people, right? <laughs> so so certain rooms help. Um but yeah, you think about if you have a cat. We were just talking the other day about mm -hmm. fabrics that pick. Oh, and if they have yeah. a cat, that's what you have to ask those types of questions and really understand mm -hmm. just how, how is life in the house. But what I think was, I'm sorry. No, you I was gonna say I think the I think the reality is though is if people do, if they don't have children, they're empty nesters. They're most likely willing to spend. I think invest a little bit more maybe in rugs. Um, mm -hmm. than someone who has a family or who has pets are going mm -hmm. to. So there are opportunities like that, I think, that you may not, some higher-end items, higher-ticket items you might not suggest when people have younger mm -hmm. children. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it does. Totally. I almost wonder, though, why people don't just put almost, like, everything in performance fabrics. At this point, they're so good. I mean, you know, your couch, right. your dining chair, your really, like, hardworking stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, like, well, why even it? risk it? Well, what if you it's know? something you bought long before right. that whole before stage of your life? Yeah. Right. Well, true. But I mean. But now. But now, saying. if you're buying yeah. a new piece, 
Like, why? Yeah, I would reupholster you? in it. Yeah. yeah. The only challenge, though, I think, with sometimes the performance fabrics, specifically with Krypton, is there are not, there's a lot of solids. There's not a lot of pattern, pattern, yeah. pattern and bold pattern. So mm-hmm. um, you can't use it for everything. Right. Right. I mean, at least I wouldn't because I'm obsessed with, you know, patterns. More is better. (laughs) More is more. So going back to how you spoke to, you kind of challenge each other. You've helped each other stretch Mm -hmm. with, like, the wall coverings. What else have you noticed in each other that you've kind of branched on? We know from – well, we both have done renovations. And I think think that was one thing that we – had had talked about before we even merged was I have done a lot of extensive renovations and um, and Michelle has and I think just taking those sources mm-hmm. that we both have you have your tradespeople that you mm-hmm. like your kind of go to team mm-hmm. but now you've got two go to teams and so you can really pile those sources in so I think that was kind of a good thing but we learned from the renovation processes and a lot of people are renovating right now so there's always something new and different but from both of our experiences we can bring that to the table um the other thing is just from an office standpoint i i love a lot of structure and michelle be the first to say (laughs) (laughs) i am all over the board all the time (laughs) so that's a really good balance between two Mm -hmm. people to to be able to kind of work through that but you don't find it annoying no. no, you're not like you are not structured <laughs> because, uh, structured. because we wreck Like I know, like yeah. I am like, oh, here's a thought. Oh, here's another thought. Oh, oh. and I'm and it probably might drive her a little bit crazy, but I acknowledge that I am like that, and I know I'm jumping from one thing to the mm-hmm. another. Another, it's just how my brain works, mm-hmm. and she's a little bit more, you know, structured. And I wouldn't and try to change her from right. being that that way. Right. And she wouldn't try to change me from being. I appreciate that about Julie. Like <laughs> I know, love that she is thinker. structured. Like I take, I just kind of process and think, and I like structure and being organized. But that's just in my, that's everywhere with me though. So does that translate to your interiors more? Do you find that that you work like more symmetrically when you're designing things or anything like that? No. It's been, it's definitely a mix, a mix for me. I like eclectic spaces. I like, um, I've done real minimal spaces. I just finished a farmhouse that was very calm, um, some traditional rooms. I got to, I was real excited because the client wanted to use wall coverings. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. I love real fun colors. Um, and I think that's where we get to have fun. Right after we merged, we were asked to do the Serenby Show House. So that was like our first, well, here we go. Let's just jump in and do that. Mm-hmm. And that was our first time to really say, what would we what would we pull? And it was fun just to oh. collaborate like that and see what we'd come up with, what fabrics we both really liked. Um, and that was and really that was just, easy. I think yeah. we both were like, like that, yep, on the same page with mm-hmm. that. It was almost, I don't want to say it was surprising, but it was just so, because mm-hmm. we do come from such different viewpoints in some ways, we just collaborated so easily. Yeah. Um, so that it's was very natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, we mock Caroline for the fact that she'll always pick a stripe. What, is, <laughs> what do you guys know from each other? What is, like, you know the other one will always pick? Yeah, either you're like want this well, or, We yeah. both are, we love blue, like navies yeah. and blues and blues and greens. greens. So I think, not to a fault, how could you yeah. be to a fault with that, right? But I think either one of us would probably really gravitate towards something that had that initially. Um, she probably would take more risk on some some colors or Mm -hmm. putting certain colors together that I'd be like oh really but then when you see it it works Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then I think she like I've said before she definitely kind of keeps me 
helps me edit and restrain myself because sometimes, you know, too much can be too much. Yeah. And so sometimes she'll say, no. Pop <laughs> the brakes, lady. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like editing your own work is harder than it having is. someone's help. You know? It is. Because you're just looking at through your own lens. And even your own home. I think yeah, it's true. harder to look at your own home than it is to go into someone else's and totally. know exactly yeah. what mm-hmm. needs to be changed. Or yeah. yeah. Well, because you get so used to looking at it, too. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So how can we walk into our homes with a fresh eye and edit? Get a friend? <laughs> a friend to come over? A friend I mean, that you trust. Yeah. I mean, you know, certainly having a friend that's just honest about something or wants mm-hmm. to help. That's me. so hard. I, I'm just um, notorious for taking everything off of my shelves or mm-hmm. tables and just putting it off to the side and just kind of living with it for a second and starting over because I don't like things to stay the same for long not for small things I mean I'm not going to keep replacing drapery or mm-hmm. right, right but but for things like that this stuff that's out I just am always moving it around and I think if you do that it doesn't feel as stale true right? mm-hmm. and let's be honest I mean as designers sometimes you have things that a client didn't want to use or couldn't use and it ends up in your home Sure. So sometimes you are, <laughs> so you are yeah. just naturally filtering some things through, but it would that's be, never happened. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you should come to our office to see what's in there right now. <laughs> Mostly from the show house. Uh, what sure. happens to the stuff after a show house? Mm-hmm. It's just yours. You gotta Either absorb you, it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sometimes people will buy things mm-hmm. um, from your room, and we had mm-hmm. several things that were purchased, but we. Um, we did a custom day bed in this beautiful crushed velvet, and it was insanely expensive to make. Um, and it's just sitting. We love it office. every day. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's really gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, but now with show houses, though, you also get wonderful showrooms and your partnered shops to to let you borrow things and mm-hmm. loan things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you learn who wants to partner with you. And so that's a big part of doing a show house. Sure. Yeah. Ballard does them a good bit. And I know it's just a lot of energy and effort, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But it's so fun. It's really, really fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the the end product is always just so amazing, you know, Mm because you get to see all everyone's different perspectives in every room, and it's very inspirational. And I feel like people seem to stretch more. I don't know. A lot of times when I go in, I'm like, wow, that's such a risk. And it always, well, for the most part, it always looks great. I can't Mm -hmm. think of an example or something I hated, but... You kind of feel like it would. I don't know. You want to make a statement, I think. Yeah, yeah. Everything is just seems to be dramatic, which Mm -hmm. is exciting, especially if you're going for ideas. You know. And I think it's your opportunity as a designer. When you know, when you're working, you're working for someone else, and you're working around their home, their taste, their needs, as you should. So when you do a show house, it's your opportunity to really have your own voice and to do things that you probably Mm -hmm. never could do anywhere else except maybe your own home if your husband will let you. So that sort of thing. So I think it, yeah. it's, you know, you do see a lot th- of things. that, And they may not always be practical in everyday living, but are really great Look. in a show house. Right. Just and sometimes through. it inspires you where you see something super dramatic and giant, and you're like, I can never do that in my house. But right. I could take that idea right. and, you know, pair it back yes. to be workable for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think when you when you go through show houses, um, as, as you're taking the tour, noticing those details, what is it about that room that you – that you absolutely loved and sometimes it's just how they trim put the trim on the drapery or on the pillows and kind of kept the cohesiveness of that but you might go in the next room and they don't necessarily relate but if you can just appreciate for 
for what it is. And there's some show houses where the rooms really do all connect and are very cohesive. So that, you know, there's just opportunities to just love it, love it all. And I just, I'm, yeah. I'm inspired every time I go visit mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And just in totally. awe and, and just have this utmost respect for, because we've, so having done them, we know that it does take a lot of work, but it is also fun and you get to work with the designers and part of the house and it's, it's, um, it's, you know, it's a good opportunity to be really creative and not have the budget restrictions mm-hmm. of, yeah. of a client. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we just had Jennifer Bowles on not too long ago and that was just, oh, she's was, great. She's great, yeah. right? She's yeah. Encyclopedia Brown of interior design, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, we were talking about um, knowing when something's good or I don't know something like that and she was saying you know it's really important to educate your eye and one of the easiest ways to do that is to go to show houses mm-hmm. you know go find out where they are around you go look mm-hmm. at them even house tours and stuff and then look around and try to notice like you said the little details and the things that those designers are putting in those rooms to make them so special mm-hmm. so I don't know yeah. shout out to show houses yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's great because they're also open on the weekends so I feel like yeah. Someone who's listening to this who is interested in decorating their own home, mm-hmm. they can. They can go and learn from people like you that have, yeah. you know, are on display and kind of pick, you know, what what do I like, you know? Right. Do you get clients from them? Why do you do them? Why do people do them? Sorry, Caroline, I keep no. interrupting you. It's okay. <laughs> um, you don't do it for the for that because I think some people would say, and we'd asked, we'd asked other designers who've done many, many show houses, and they'd say, you know, you don't necessarily, um, you can, and we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I think it's just the, it's the exposure, it's mm-hmm. the camaraderie, it's the partnerships, it's all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an honor to be asked to do a show house. Mm-hmm. So that, that part's important too. But, you know, fortunately, you know, we have received calls from that. And also once it was published, we received calls from, from it being seen in the magazine. Sure. But I don't think people go in, in with the assumption that you're going to get some kind of big, large, you know, portfolio of clientele from a show house. Right. It's like being on Oprah and nothing happens on your website. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't <laughs> ever happen. I don't know. Do I sense, I mean, do I sense something here? <laughs> is there a story? No, no, no. I think this is on Oprah. It? Yeah, I like, um, no. <laughs> it's never on Oprah. Well, I was, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I feel like sometimes, well, okay. I don't always get to show houses, especially like the ones, like the ones in Savannah, for example. The, mm-hmm. Oh, the Southern that? Style Now. Yeah, the Southern Style Now. I really wanted to see that one. It was good. But I <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Photos. Yeah, Karen, Karen got to go. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I love seeing the Instagram photos, and I was wondering, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, do the designers now working on a show house, like, kind of decorate the space in mind to, for social media because there's so much exposure around them and I don't know I just feel like if that were me I would be like okay what's gonna be like the Instagram worthy what's gonna photograph yeah what's gonna look you have to think about that and I think when you are styling your room you're thinking about what is this gonna look like as a vignette how is this Mm -hmm. gonna work you do have to take that in consideration when you're Mm -hmm. and if you know that it's um something that's published you have to make sure that the, the, the colors or the fabrics are actually going to read mm-hmm. well yeah. in a photo. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm talking to you all, so you all know. But you want to make sure that the photo is going to read read what you've put in there, totally. if, right. it, if it makes good sense. I don't know that everyone's thinking about the social media side. or um, I think overall you just want it to be layered in mm-hmm. textures and different patterns and something that gives you your, catches your eye at different vantage points in that space. Yeah. Do you do that for clients' homes, like, 
Is that something you also recommend for just the people that are listening and trying to decorate their own home? I mean, I think there's probably more layers in a show house mm-hmm. because, again, it's no one's really living there yeah. and you're, it's more for the effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do. You do want mm-hmm. a home to feel collected and layered and special, and we try to do that mm-hmm. for all of our clients. How do you do that? Like, I can I can see, like, people will say, oh, like, my client has a collection. I try to work around a collection. What if you walk in and they're like, I don't know what I like. I don't have a collection. Make it look awesome. How do you do that? I think there's lots of ways to do that. I mean, we have done, we, we have some things from, you know, flea markets. We go to mm-hmm. consignment shops. There's lots of ways to get pieces that are old and vintage, that have character mm-hmm. that you can then put into someone's home, but have it have some sort of meaning to them. And we try to get to know our clients well enough yeah. that we know their aesthetic, what they like, what might mean something to them. And maybe they're not, they don't have a specific item and they don't know their style, mm-hmm. or maybe it's two families that are merging together and they're just not, they're not sure. But where do they like to travel? And when mm-hmm. they look at when they look at a magazine or they look at a favorite store, what is it that they see when they go to someone else's house? What speaks to them? What speaks to mm-hmm. them? So there's ways to get, you're going to get to that point of a, of a start of a style for them. They mm-hmm. may not know what to define it as, but it doesn't take long to, to put some inspirational things in front of them and say, based on the things you've been telling me and what I'm seeing, here's our first stab at it. And you don't really have to go too many too many presentations to really get you know what they're wanting what speaks to them mm-hmm. what they like mm-hmm. yeah. and if you have a good relationship and they trust you I think it's really I mean it's mm-hmm. regarding accessories and layering things it just it kind of happens naturally I think throughout the process mm-hmm. and we just you spend that much time with people you really get to know them very well I think sometimes too well mm-hmm. um, and not in a bad way but just you really get to know your clients mm-hmm. but yeah. that's also a good thing because you know you know your clients and you yeah. know what's going to work in their house and, and you know we're like. in such a good city for so many good shops mm-hmm. and showrooms and friends that have good shops so um and like michelle was saying with thrift stores and uh, there's just so many ways to get that eclectic mix mm-hmm. and that curated mix yeah where you can you can just go to your favorite spots and really find interesting pieces to to mix it up and then going into an antique store and mm-hmm. um, some of these little vendor spots where you can find interesting objects. And just the, it's the combination of what you put together that makes it look like over time it was it was done. Right. And if a, if a client can't do something all at once, perfect. Then then do it over time. And then do what makes you feel the best right now and then wait and then gradually find your art, you know, as you're traveling. Um, so I think that's really important too. But curated home that feels like you've kind of done it over time and you've gotten that it's so much more interesting, isn't it? Than yeah, just mm-hmm. um, yeah, a reflection mm-hmm. of who you are, not a reflection of like the store you bought right. all your stuff at. <laughs> right. And I think sometimes when you live with all your things, you're like, oh, I'm so tired of that. I'm so over that. And you don't always see clearly what you have. So a lot of times we'll go through and we start pulling out things and then we put it in a different place we use it in a different way we repurpose it mm-hmm. and it gives it new life and it's something that they had and um, it just mm-hmm. it just kind of works here's a question so you've talked to your clients mm-hmm. and you've kind of gathered all the intel about what their style is and you kind of mm-hmm. you have a vibe for that what is like your first step when you're actually designing the room like are you doing a layout do you oh, pick a yes. piece yeah. like what Doing a, a floor plan first, yes. okay, because you can play with it, and you know, get all the measurements. Go back, get your measurements, take photos, and then usually we get it um, layout done in CAD so you can actually see it. That way we can play with 
sofa positions and chair positions. And some clients need to see that their thought that they really had in their head that was that was stuck to really does not work. Mm-hmm. And we can really show them why the space is not going to do it. So it gives a visual. Um, but it helps us edit as we start mm-hmm. selecting pieces we know. We can't look at that sofa because it's way too big. So we know we're looking for a sofa that's 80 to 84 inches long. So it just kind of helps mm-hmm. give us some direction yeah, as we start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably the place where people have the most trouble, though. You know, like Spatially. picking, yeah, mm-hmm. spatial planning and like picking the right scale. Mm-hmm. Which is why people things. get in trouble when they try to take on um, rooms on their own. It's it's scale and proportion. I don't think they realize that you can't just look at a picture and say, I'm going to do that because your space is different than the mm-hmm. picture that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so certainly having people who, who understand all of that, picking the right rugs, because it, it's an expensive mistake. It all adds up to be an expensive mistake. So would you suggest for someone that is doing the ha- like a room on their own, would you suggest them starting with a floor plan or at least like maybe some graph paper or like a room? We have a room planner, have a on, our, room planner. on our yes. site. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Before purchasing do? anything. Tape it out. Yes. Get painter's tape and tape right. it out if you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because that's um, sometimes it will, I'm sorry, to but sometimes it will work on your on your floor plan. But then you start to tape it out, and sometimes it looks like it works on paper, but it doesn't really work in your space. So is if you it ever question it, you do tape it. or too small? Usually it's too big. Too big, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do that a lot. Where I'm like, I shoved all that in on that floor plan, and then I get in here, and you can't even walk around <laughs> right. it. Mm-hmm. We need to have three feet. You know, Typically, 36 inches is what you need for a good kind of path as you're yeah. you know, planning your space. And people never, a lot of times, they don't give enough enough room. They don't allot for that. 36 inches, that's a good... I need a personal mm-hmm. consult real quick. <laughs> okay. So, I live in a 1920s kind of bungalow mm-hmm. house, right? It doesn't accommodate a lot of people at one time. Right. And the other night, I had this large dinner party. It was a pop-up dinner party. And it was very fun, but I had, you know, probably 16 people here for dinner. Mm-hmm. And the chef Dang. wanted everyone to stay in the front rooms while they were chefing in the kitchen, which mm-hmm. is cool. I get it. So you weren't cooking. You had someone else cooking, and you were just the I was location. Host. Yes, I provided. That's nice. I love this like, kind of. How do I yeah. get invited to this? It was very cool. And how does I? How do I situate that for all of my parties? So I don't ever. Well, have to I guess cook. you have to make friends with local. Chefs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. Continue your story. Okay. So um, I noticed that every. So I don't have. I'm just describing to our listeners. I don't have a foyer or like a, mm-hmm. an entry hall or anything like that. You kind of walk right into yeah. my living room, and the dining room is adjacent, and it's sort of one long, like a square dining room and a rectangular living room, and you walk right into kind of the side of the living room, and so everyone just kind of stood there. Like, right in front of the door, no one went into the living room, uh-huh. you know, kind of three feet over. They all just kind of stood right there. And I kept kind of trying to stand over there and talk. Kind of corral and people. Yeah, hold <laughs> hors d'oeuvres and lure them over. And afterwards, I was thinking, you know what, maybe I should have, because ta- I have a chair and a little side table, maybe mm-hmm. I should have taken that chair and side table away or something. Like, what could I have done to get those people to mingle a little you better? You put your bar in there over here. Well, there were, there were past. Uh, cocktails that were like a signature cocktail so that I would like that idea too like okay. put the bar where you want people to go but it was like mm-hmm. you come in they hand you a cocktail I didn't have a way to lure them in <laughs> maybe I should have had the the signature cocktail over in the there. other side of the living mm-hmm. room just sitting there appetizers in a couple of different places mm-hmm. yes. and then maybe a couple of stations with a little table and a couple of chairs just to spread people 
Yeah. People like to have a place to put their stuff down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they can't hang out in the kitchen, they're going to hang out. In, if you had a bar here, they'd probably all stand in front of the bar. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So probably just kind of separating. Dispersing everything kind of throughout mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. force people. It was bad flow. It was bad. bad. <laughs> I mean, it was a great a- evening and all that, but I was so like, come on, walk over there. And no, <laughs> nobody would do it. Dilemmas when you have huh. a chef. Here's what I think. Here's the reason I think. Have I already made that you've made y'all listen to this? Here's why I think people like to hang out in kitchens. Um, yes, food. I want to hear your take on it. Not the food, because often you hang out in the kitchen. There's no food. Like you're just That's standing true. around. Uh-huh. You're having a yep. glass of iced tea. And or you wine. You can say wine. We're or usually wine. pouring wine. <laughs> like right next to our mics. Yeah. Um, I think they don't want to commit to sitting down. And I think that's why they like to stand in a kitchen or perch on a bar stool in a kitchen. They like that idea of like I'm up, I like because you sit, you commit, you're low. And I also feel like it's you might lose your power. It's easier to mingle when you're, I think, standing mm-hmm. up. I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like it's the host is always in there. I agree. And so you end up going in there to be like hi, or and then you end up like everyone's still in there. Mm-hmm. I think you're right because I'm with you. you when I sit down, I kind of get sucked into the sofa. Uh huh. And you and never then, know and you're then I get don't stuck next to want to get well, and you're one or two people that you're sitting right. Yeah. But yes. if you're up, you're moving around. You're like, excuse me, I need to go get another refill. Right. But then you're running into somebody else. So I think it just is a natural. So it feels more social or, mm-hmm. or something. something. But yeah, being there. together. I well, think. let me ask you a question. Are yeah. you talking about with like a small dinner party, or are you talking about like a cocktail party? Both. So I feel like those are different. Both. Okay. I will sit out here by myself. Like so, this negates your hostess <laughs> thing. Because I'll be out here by myself, like, hey, y'all, come on out for hanging out time. And everybody be in the kitchen. I'll force Did, people. I just say, I'm going to be out here. Let's yeah, go out come here. on. I just Every, tell all them. The food, Otherwise, yeah. maybe it's because, well, just in your house specifically, mm-hmm. you can't see from the kitchen. Like, if you're out here, they can't see you out here. Because, okay, here, and this yeah. is why I'm saying this. Uh-huh. So, my living room it's like one it's like living room dining room kitchen they're all big okay. one area mm-hmm. and it drives me nuts when people follow me to the kitchen because i'm not a very good multitasker and so if you're talking right. to me i'm burning something or right. about to chop off my finger yes. or doing something wrong right. yeah go shoot yeah. get out of my way you know like <laughs> yeah. go sit and enjoy while i'm just tossing the salad or whatever mm-hmm. um but i feel like because they can see me they they're like oh i want to come help and keep you. like i yes. want to feel like i'm not like sending you to the kitchen and like yeah. they want to be polite right but maybe because they can't see that that's where you are maybe they're not know. following you i don't know i don't know it's like it's weird to me and it happens in everyone's house no matter the layout no matter mm-hmm. how big no matter how small everyone goes to the kitchen and why and i think it's the standing thing well i tell you we have an old house as well and our house does not have an island but it's a big kitchen so everyone just kind of like stands around like leaning on the counter right. it's against so the wall awkward I'm like yeah. why are we all let's let's move mm-hmm. let's get moving but they all want to stand in there so it do is. you say do you tell everyone like hey everyone let's go I do because I do too and I yeah. feel bad so I'm awesome. like trying to herd people people don't mind yeah. being boss they don't especially like when they're in your home that you, you know right. the feeling you know it's like you want to yeah. do what the host wants you to do right and so like oh you want me in the room cool i'll go in the other room well and the good thing we all live in atlanta where the temperature is more mild where and outside yeah spaces are such a big thing and yep. keep yeah. growing and growing because a lot of times it's just extending off your kitchen to to your back deck or back your back deck. patio go outside. Mm-hmm. do you yeah. have any good tips for decorating outdoor spaces i feel like it's challenging 
Well, you know what's hard right now is you think about, I was thinking about this the other day, the pollen oh, starting to come. Yes. Oh, it is. So it's dead. I just dead. cleaned my covers on my I cushions know. again. Why? It's mid-March here in Atlanta, and because, it's pollen. Well, mm-hmm. we had a wonderful warm weekend mm-hmm. the other night. I was like, true. I could sit out here and just, like, enjoy the weather. And then, it, obviously, it did a little bit colder. So I went ahead and cleaned them just for that. And I need to, I don't have covers. So, yes, I was like about to hit where I'm going to be like, oh, and I got to wash them again. That yeah. would have been well, a good, but good baby gift for you was to give you furniture. furniture. <laughs> Thank you so much. The baby was always <laughs> And I think it's important, though, like to understand not everyone wants to bring cushions in during right. different seasons. I don't want or to. Or mm-hmm. no. Lazy. What a pain. And yeah. you can certainly get, um, obviously, again, back to getting your umbrella and having your outside mm-hmm. fabric that you, that you need mm-hmm. to use. But Maybe if you're in a covered porch, that's one thing. But if you're mm. out in an open Exposed, area, right. oh, chairs yeah. that don't have cushions, if you know that you are not someone who's going to take those cushions off and yeah. drain them if they're if it's been wet out. So being really mindful about just practicality for how for how you're going to live. Yeah. Yeah. Not every totally. chair needs to have a cushion. There's awesome there's awesome loungers and things of that nature that aren't under cover that don't have cushions, and you're going to be totally fine with it. And then keep that to your covered areas where you can have your rug and your your striped you can have your striped pillows it's right. well, I have striped chairs. <laughs> she does she has striped, striped chairs. upholstered outdoor chairs they're awesome but and just, you can have all those things but you just have to understand if you're going to you need there's so much maintenance you have maintenance. to maintain there's maintenance. maintenance to it yes it's right. a lot of work yeah i have to give a shout out to a new collection we have from miles red oh my god i was totally oh, i love miles red he's amazing you guys he designed this whole outdoor collection that has so it's got cushions, but they're integrated drawers underneath, and you pull them out, and the cushions self-store inside. So your sofa, you just pull out the drawer, your cushions all go inside, you close it, no pollen, no water. Is it, it's all is sealed. it a woven? No, it's a metal. It's a it's metal. It's aluminum. So that's how, why don't we why do that? Why do you think right? that's that? That's the second thing see that little, um, we have not seen. Do you see that? Team? We're a little oh, look at the, in the sofa, so those are all drawers? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, that's brilliant. Way to go. That's, that's smart. Brilliant. That's really, really smart. Here. That's why he smiles. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We thought I'm, so too. I'm thinking about buying it. Super Art. smart. Because I was trying to hold your cords. Because it's oh, great. Thank you. It was sounding funny. Um, yeah. See, I we don't have that. space for cushion. I need that in my yeah. life. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm struggling right uh, now trying to pick fabric for replacement cushions mm-hmm. for outdoor. Mm-hmm. I need a consult. It's a problem. It might be a trial. Okay. Because I bought furniture, I love it. It comes with cushions. They're they're white. Right. I have a dog. Right. You might have noticed him, Mr. Yeah. French. His favorite thing to do is to run around and get his feet as dirty as possible, <laughs> and then sprint all over. Oh, fabulous! That and then run back inside. <laughs> but he only likes to do it right after I've cleaned the cushions. Of course. Yeah. Duh. Or when it's yeah. muddy. So it's so frustrating. So I want to get something that isn't white, but I don't know what to get. I don't know. You know, it was really fun. Michelle and I just attended um, a, a panel discussion at ADAC, mm-hmm. and Sumbrella um, was one of the speakers. And I'm sorry, I can't think of her name right now. Yeah. But um, she's, I think, a designer for them. Well, they have a video on their website that shows every single stain imaginable and, how and tells it. you how to clean it. Yes. And as long as you mm-hmm. wipe off the pop dirt, you know, fairly quickly. Right away, yeah. So that was just a, they, I guess the, the, it's the directions of how to clean everything, but they had a fun video where you just kind of see all of that. 
Now, that yes. being said, our covered porch, the birds and the squirrels go on there. Mm-hmm. So we'll get... Birds are the worst. We'll get the birds mm-hmm. on the sofas. And I'll yeah. just be like looking at it going, what is this? No, no. We have a squirrel. <laughs> She's going to top this one. Uh-huh. Yeah, girl. We there have a finger. <laughs> we have a squirrel. Um, it's a squirrel. Maybe it was a bird. I don't know. Who's taken some thread from a pillow has started to like shred uh-uh, unraveling your pillow for unraveling a pillow and it was like a special fabric that's an indoor outdoor fabric but really really pretty and beautiful and vibrant oh my gosh, oh my gosh. could you mean but like literally a, sort a of squirrel with the best taste it. that yeah. is super annoying <laughs> yeah that really squirrel love that squirrel yeah, yeah. you're like the most stylish squirrel on the block Instead, you want to hunt him it. down and feel his nest <laughs> with the yellow like thread a hanging out of it. <laughs> You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> but it was upsetting. And it looked like I can hide it in one corner, and he only attacked it, I'm assuming, once. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's really a Design dilemma, Michelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, if you had those Miles drawers, you could just tuck them. the <laughs> That's right. pillow in the drawer, and you couldn't get to it. Right. Sneaky thing. <laughs> With you guys, um, I know you've spoken to doing a bunch of um, renovations. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed any um, kind of trends? I know houses are different eras of time and stuff, so I'm sure the renovations vary. But have you noticed something that you continuously are doing in homes? Well, kitchens and baths. I mean, it's and certainly if you if you are wanting to renovate, your biggest impact is going to be your kitchen and baths. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't just paint your cabinets and, and you know, there's there's variety of reasons why you need to renovate, yeah. why you want to stay in your home, you love your neighborhood, right? The, if, you, if you're going to move, your house is going to be twice the cost, um, so you stay and renovate. But I would say looking at, you know, people were doing a lot of white cabinets and marbles, but we just did like a, a um, Hill Navy on an island. I mean, mm-hmm. adding, adding colors back to mm-hmm. kitchens. Um, of course, brass. I think everyone at this point knows that brass has come back, and it can be it can be very warm and incredibly lovely, and not the old brass shiny that we used to kind of right. get scared. And mixing scared metals and mixing doing metals. it well. Right. But also, mm-hmm. people, a lot of people, especially in the, in the newer homes, are not doing crown molding, molding just a real streamlined going look. away, and um, you know the the metal, the steel windows that are really in right now mm-hmm. that look fantastic. Um, Those are all like over that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you mix the metals well? What are yeah, some advice? I was ask that too. You know what? You don't need to be serious about thinking it all has to go like as far as your faucet and your hardwares and your lights. So I think if you stay with the feel of things being warm, if you're mm-hmm. wanting that warmth, then then you can mix it up. We recently saw some matte black faucets, which oh. were really That's pretty. The new, new rage now is mm-hmm. yeah. appliances that seem like matte black mm-hmm. appliances. I don't yeah, know. so kind of mm-hmm. looking, mm-hmm. just really looking at things that are just a little bit, um, I would say, warmer. Now you can't go wrong with polished nickel on fixtures, and but there's certainly um, beautiful things to do with like add brass and add your matte black, and I think a, a color, of, even if it's just part of the cabinetry that's got a a baker's cabinet or something of that nature that stands out, then painting that a different color. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if it is paint, it's just paint. Right. So, right. of course, you yeah. know, I, I don't think there's any harm in that. But, you know, renovations are big. I think people are really realizing they can expand their current home, make it feel um, bigger by um, widening headers, um, 
you know, doing all these things that they would want to do in a different home, but that gives them the expanse to grow their family, to live in it longer. Mm-hmm. Um, paint does amazing things. Making sure your ceilings have some interest. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean by that? Do you mean chandeliers? Do you mean paint? Or, okay. Wallpaper, different color paint. Paint I mean, is I think a wonderful sky thing is on the a limit, ceiling. Really, for ceilings. It's just Ooh, what are y'all putting on ceilings? Yeah, what do I do yeah, with my ceiling? Oh, I. I'm all about wallpapering. Yeah, wallpapering ceilings, ceilings and, and um, high gloss paint mm-hmm. in a powder bath is beautiful. One of my favorite things. Yes, yes hands raised. About the high gloss paint, because I've been thinking about this for my powder room. So just for the ceiling or the whole thing? It's all about thing. you, Karen. I know. I only <laughs> do this podcast for my personal gain. Okay. You can do it. It can be both ways. It depends on what, you, what you're trying to create. Because I was thinking like the whole box, like a shiny little shelf. If, if but, it's super tiny, I think uh-huh. that'd be super fun. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe just the ceiling. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, that, that's exactly right. The one thing you'll have to just think about is what are the flaws on, on the walls mm-hmm. because the, the finish on the paint's going to show things more. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the key is finding somebody who can yeah. apply it because it's not mm-hmm. just doing like a lacquer. You really have to, you, you're sanding it multiple times to get the wall and the ceiling. There's fine dust throughout your whole house. I mean, it is a process that will take at least a week. (laughs) So this is not a do-it-yourself I did No, no, I just did it for a client on her master bedroom ceiling, her bath, and in her closet. And it was about a week and a half process. And it's, if you do it well, it's thousands of dollars to have it done because it takes a lot of labor. What color? We did white, and it's so, so it's like a white amazing. white. Uh, I bet it's amazing. And then we just we just put in um, linen grass cloth on her walls in her bedroom. Um, that sounds gorgeous. White. How many pairs of shoes does she have? Not as many as she would think. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she beats you. You have a you have a quite a shoe collection. I have a lot of shoes. I love you shoes. Know, I love that that's your question. <laughs> well, because I'm envisioning this closet and like all the backlit. Well, she does have a wine bar and, and a coffee bar in her closet. <gasps> nice. Oh, Karen, big yeah, admirer. Throw out those <laughs> shoes. I think you got new things. I know. No, I think this is your, like, soulmate. Wait, yeah. she has a wine bar in her closet? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Uh-huh. My mind just... Forget your kitchen. That's pretty awesome. I can't that's that's a new like trend. Coffee. Wine and coffee bars in your closet. That's the new trend. That's amazing. I'm guessing your house is bigger than my house. You have a pretty big closet, though, actually. I mean, not big enough for a wine bar. but it's, By today's standards, it's not big. You know you what got I mean? rid of your closet. You could open up your whole house. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'll just make There's your traffic flow. It just goes away. Get rid of one gone. of your kids' rooms. So just knock out a wall. Make it an extra. Well, thing. I have a girlfriend who, um, she's single. She has her own condo. You know, she lives in a condo, and she wants to make the extra room her closet, um, but she also wants to have it be, like, a champagne bar for when her girlfriends come over. I love have, it. Hang out and have champagne in her amazing closet. Okay, I have a question. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I want that. I am now. a really big champagne drinker. I love champagne, mm-hmm. but what does a champagne bar entail exactly, aside from, I like... think an ottoman and glasses. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm like, what does that involve? Like, you is can, that a thing? You can do some, it. some cushy seating and some okay. beautiful lighting. I'm going to Google it. So she wants to be, like, a lounge and a closet. Okay, yeah. Like a okay. ladies' lounge. I'm like, what, do you need, As like, it should be. Exactly. Right? Champagne But bar. I would say... Um, Paint's the easiest thing for anyone to do. To I love that you're getting us back on track. I know. I thank you. you. Say this is organized. <laughs> but like the ceiling, ceiling paint, and, and one thing if you're renovating is um, 
there's opportunities that you may not realize. Like if you have an attic space, mm-hmm. if you're if you have a good contractor, you want to make sure you have quality, you know, tradespeople, of course. But um, is seeing where they can push the the limits in your house too to add that interest. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of barrel ceilings. But if you can do millwork and you know, if you have a coffered ceiling, then paint in between the coffered ceiling. Mm-hmm. I mean, things yeah. like that that just make your, it actually makes your millwork stand out more. It does. Will you explain mm-hmm. what kind of ceiling that is just so people? Barrel and coffered. Yes. I just feel like. So, yeah. yeah, yeah so, barrel ceiling would be like if your dining room currently has just a flat ceiling and you would actually grid it with okay. molding. So, you can do different, different depths, but that way you kind of have a really pretty millwork detail on the ceiling and it's like a grid it's the best mm-hmm. easiest way to yeah explain. that's the coffered ceiling the coffer yes. i'm sorry the yeah. coffered ceiling yeah and a barrel ceiling it really is um almost like the inside of a barrel so it's a nice arched curve mm-hmm. um i did it in my home in an entryway so the chandelier's hanging down from it and Pretty. then i've done it in a, above a floating tub in a master bath and it just allows your ceiling to go up you don't need a lot of room above it in the in the ceiling so if you have an attic you don't need a lot of room to, to add something like that um but there's a lot of things you could do. Even if you're just doing a really pretty, um, like a medallion detail on a ceiling, that's something different, or a trellis pattern with with simple moldings on a ceiling. I mean, there's so many ways to add the interest, even mm-hmm. in a small room, if you can't do it everywhere, because millwork does get expensive. It's expensive, yeah. yep. If you can add judges paneling down a hallway, um, it just makes, it's textured and all that interest, it adds architectural elements, which I'm huge on. And, but I think it also just lifts up your home with, changes it from what you've had right it's the easiest thing to to think about is figuring out how to add those little little details like that and i think that's the stuff no one thinks about yeah like as a mm-hmm. layman right you know mm-hmm. you yeah. wouldn't think oh you know what i need to do i need to add millwork oh, well usually and people getting are back to closets like if right. everyone has one right why shouldn't a closet have something special in it yeah totally. i mean mm-hmm. a bar might be a little no, more excessive, extravagant. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but painting your shelves mm-hmm. a different color yeah. or the wallpaper in the back. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. a good idea. Why or laundry that? rooms for the for the show house we did. We did um, beautiful uh, chibo grass cloth uh, wall covering in there. That's your laundry. You're spending a lot of time. That was in there. printed. That had a print beautiful. going throughout. It was really, mm. really. And people kept saying, "Oh, I would do laundry in here yeah. if my laundry room looked like this." <laughs> well, usually, your laundry room isn't huge, so right. it's not going to be an expensive break the bank either, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To make that really special, yourself. that little gem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the nicest places in your house are the laundry room, <laughs> right? And your closet, the hallway your closet. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I was thinking that you know, when you watch those renovation shows on HGTV, and they always show you. The big room, you know what I mean? They pick, like, the three big rooms that are the right. impactful rooms. Right, Because they, they're like, and you're like, but what about the other three bedrooms? I want to see those yeah. in those bathrooms. What'd you do up there? They oh probably God, so that's sad. Me. They've yeah. done nothing to them. Ups- <laughs> they're like, we're leaving that, so good luck. <laughs> what is that show with the two, the two brothers? Property brothers. Yes, and they do that all the time. It drives yes. me crazy because yep. you're like, that was a disgusting, disgusting space. What did you do to it? And they didn't ever show the after. Well, I feel like we should do our decorating dilemmas. Okay. All right. Our first one is from Taylor. Um, She writes and says, I I emailed y'all, so she must be from the South. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl. A few weeks ago, just to tell you how much I've enjoyed this podcast, and now I finally have my living room in order to send some pictures for my decorating dilemma. In a nutshell, I really just want to finish my living room. Overall, I love it, but there are some things that need a change. 
Number one, my biggest dilemma is how to fill the wall over the sofa. I love the mirror, but it needs something on either side, I think. What do you think? Plates, question mark. Four small pieces of artwork stacked on either side or brackets. Lose the mirror and do something different altogether, question mark. I have plaster walls, so I have major analysis paralysis where it comes to hanging things on the walls. Number two, the table is between the two blue chairs. I think the scale of the lamp is correct, but what do y'all think? However, the lamp itself does not work at all with the room. Any ideas? Something about the little vignette is off to me. Number three, what kind of coffee table would you suggest? I definitely think I need a change. Fun fact. <laughs> Most of our meals are eaten here. Our baby is only six months old, so family dinners around the table aren't a thing for us just yet. Number four, change the drapes, question mark. (laughs) All right, and then she says, this living room is the first thing you see when you open our front door. We don't have an entryway or foyer, unfortunately. I hear Mm you. For now, it's where we spend the majority of our time. When we are able to afford it, we will furnish an empty room in the back of our house for more of a lounging TV watching den. But for now, this is it. I also included pics of the dining room so you could see what the room opens into. If you have any ideas for that room, let me know. I think I definitely need a colorful rug ASAP. Thank y'all. So, so should we can we, start, can we yeah. start with like the last comment about needing a colorful rug? Taylor, I agree with you. I'm looking at um, with your with your sofa and your chairs being neutral. Mm-hmm. A patterned rug would be would be really fun in there, and you could even pull some of the um, color. You obviously, like vibrant color because your mirror and your pillows. pillows. Mm-hmm. So that's certainly a fun fun thing to do in a good. Um, opportunity to add some more color and pattern and that'll be really kid-friendly too a pattern rug mm, is great hides things yeah better. hides all that and i think with her coffee table i think she should do something round because everything feels kind of structured and a little bit square and i think a round coffee table would soften up the whole look a bit for her and something maybe a little bit bigger also very family friendly yes especially round if you're having coffee dinner tables are great for little kids yes they the are kid, yes no around. edges um and then I was thinking about the, her lamp, and I, don't, I think the lamp is fun. I think it's just the color of the shade for me mm-hmm. that's throwing me totally. off. I think if she just changed the shade out. So what color is it now? What do you, should it be? It looks like it's red right now. Yeah, it has a weird sort of like umber. It does. Mm-hmm. Kind of color. cool looking. But even, I mean, you can certainly do a lighter color, but even a black shade, because black mm-hmm. adding black to a room is neat. If it's mm-hmm. not a light that is trying to illuminate right. much. Mm-hmm. But she also needs to just pull her chairs closer, closer into her, her table. Um, but the size of the lamp is is fine. perfectly fine. Now let me ask this: So if she pulls her chairs in, so <clears throat> it's just her traditional living room, you guys. It's mm-hmm. got a sofa, mm-hmm. coffee table, mm-hmm. two chairs across from the sofa, mm-hmm. and then another chair kind of down at the end. Right. And you're saying pull the chairs across from the sofa closer in. So then, should she put something then behind them, or should she move the sofa in and put something behind that? Did you mean in towards the coffee Close table or in towards, towards the side the table? Sort of the side table. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. that's what I thought you meant, too. Oh, okay, so, oh, oh okay. Like, just, to, make just so the one, the one on the right looks like it's, it's a little bit off and needs to be moved a little bit closer. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, um, I, Taylor, I feel like this is super cute. It's a really cute room. Oh, like, I think mm-hmm. it's great. I feel like she's doing She's done a good job. She's just said tweak it just a tiny bit. All of the foundation pieces are, like, so stylish a good mix i i honestly love everything what about her wall she said she's got a mirror and it's sort of a horizontal mirror over I, a long sofa and it's sort of a chippendale style uh-huh. red frame it's a great statement piece i like the idea of doing the plates the plates mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. around the mirror mm-hmm. around the mirror 
And like, should they be white? Should they be like a blue and white chinoiserie, like a? Well, I was thinking the blue and white mm-hmm. chinois. That was coming to my mind. I feel like that would pick mind. up on yes. the, the, the kind of vibe of the mirror mm-hmm. plus the throw pillow mm-hmm. print she's got going and on. And just pulling some more color and pattern up because she has she has neutral furniture, light wall color. Yep. And um, looks like from the dining room, white or ivory drapes. Mm-hmm. Looks like it matches her wall color, which is nice. It makes that room feel very cohesive. And then it looks like in the living room, kind of a tan or golder drapery and that maybe she was asking about changing her drapes i think she definitely needs drapes but maybe that's another place to have a little bit of pattern is to maybe switch out the drapes for something that's less solid and has either maybe a tape running down the side or an, a, a pair of drapes that actually has some pattern to it and some color could be nice as well. Could she take the drape that she has and add a tape mm-hmm. running down the side? Sure. Would that be enough? What do you, okay, so let me tell, describe again one of the things she did. So she's got two windows with a little bit of wall between, and she hung uh, two drapery rods over those windows. Mm-hmm. And then she only did one panel on each window. On either side. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? I am a fan of that mm-hmm. look um, in certain situations. Um, it depends, you know. I don't, I don't haven't seen the space, so I don't know how much light she gets into the room. Mm-hmm. She may need it, need the additional light. Doesn't want to, didn't want to have two panels in each window to block out some of that light. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think I'd probably do if she could a smaller rod, rod. not so heavy. Um, and I think that would change that significantly. If she did like a French return or something mm-hmm. like that, that just had a, a smaller kind of scale. rounded, mm-hmm. a simpler rod. Mm-hmm. So that's not a no-no. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. So just like the single panel mm-hmm. on a window, not a no-no. And there's times where that's really the only solution. And the 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 great thing about that is panels just soften all those lines. So mm-hmm. if you if you only have room to do one, that's okay. Now, I mean, she certainly could. She could have. Um, actually done double panels a pair of panels on these windows mm-hmm. um it's just like michelle said it depends on the space and the light and right well let me ask you this mm-hmm. so those windows in the mm-hmm. front it looks, sort, it looks like that's for facing her front porch but then the same the windows right next to it perpendicular to them don't she have doesn't any have panels mm-hmm. so should, does she need to make mm-hmm. them all coordinate yes and the, again, the room so should all have matching panels. They should. And okay. so the interesting part about her room is so where her fireplace is, that's the perfect place where you really could only you would have do, to do one panel on each side. Yeah. Um, and she probably only did the one panel because it looks like there is a porch over that window. She's not getting a lot of natural mm-hmm. light in. Yeah. Right. But I she, like that look too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the single panel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if she could do, if she could do a you know, pair and add to it and then do a simple rod there, and then do the single on the other windows. I think that'll balance it well mm-hmm. if if it's going to help her with her light. It's not going to affect her light from outside. Right. Okay, I had another thought for her for her mirror. Just throwing this out here. Oh, the yes. red one over the sofa. Yeah. Okay, if this was me, mm-hmm. I would find a new home for that mirror, even either in the same room or maybe just somewhere else and do like one Big huge painting over the back of it. Yeah. I just... I feel like she has a lot of traditional elements, which I, I love all of them, mm-hmm. but I feel like something just really big and overscale will help right. kind of make it feel more modern a little, a little bit. bit. more transitional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good um, idea. But so she could do that was some, that, my thought. you know, like anthropology does all those crazy plates with the bright colors. They feel more that, modern. Like, True. I'm just... I'm, if but she is, is a t- super tied to this yeah. mirror, then I, I think it's a great mirror. It's not like I don't like I it or anything. I love it. Right. I just, 
was like, well, maybe like she could maybe hang it over the um the little console that's almost like her entry table, which is a good like I always love that, like a little demi oh, with yes. a mirror over the top, mm-hmm. or yep. maybe on one of those adjacent walls. I mean, not to say that it doesn't belong in this room because I like how it goes with her pillows, but um, I don't know. The I good just thing like is she doesn't have too many art. decorative tchotchkes sitting mm-hmm. around where a wall with more elements would, would go make it busy, busy. Right. True. Good and point. then that's really mm-hmm. would take away from doing that. Yeah, she, she does have a nice hair down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So She has she a tray does. to collect everything. I know, so smart. My favorite thing. For everyone should have trays. Lots trays, of trays and boxes. Mm-hmm. So she does have concern about nailing into plaster. Let's talk about that. Why are people so worried about putting a nail in plaster? Well, plaster cracks mm-hmm. easily. So, so it just crumbles away when you put it a nail does. in. It does. So that, you know, the key to doing that is take a piece of tape and then put your nail and the nail into it and prevents the, cr- the plaster from... So just right. scotch tape or scotch, masking tape? I use scotch tape. So you put your scotch tape up, top, scotch, scotch tape up, <laughs> hammer your nail in, and all is well. Mm-hmm. All is well for oh, the world. Okay. Nice. But to that point, that's one reason why maybe maybe it's better for her if she's if that's she's just her. not the direction she'd want to go to that doing the large art piece because then it's only one hole. One hole. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. And she may mm-hmm. even be able to reuse the hole she's already got. Depending on her <laughs> piece. True. Just saying. Covered up with their arm. <laughs> right. You know what I always do too? If I already have a hole in the wall and I have a new piece, I'm like, I will put it up there just to see to how test. it looks. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then once I've like accepted, okay, I like this here, then I'll like really hang it for real. For sure. <laughs> to dry run. Recycle. Yeah. Like recycle, recycle that hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have one more with no photos. Okay. okay. This is from Carol B. She says, we recently we recently purchased a second home, a condo in Florida, and are decorating. And I'm after a relaxed, comfortable feel. We just purchased a cream color slipcover sofa, very similar to the Davenport, and a taupe color slipcover side chair, similar to the Candace. I love these two pieces. My dilemma is this. My husband so far insists on having a recliner. To be honest, I haven't found one that matches the comfy yet updated look I'm after. I have thrown out the idea of another slipcover chair with an ottoman, but if I do that, it would have to be the Davenport style because he doesn't find the other chair all that comfortable. Arms are too low. Here are my questions. If I buy another chair that matches the style of the couch, should the chair color be the same as the couch or the other chair? Do you have any other suggestions for that second chair? Again, either has to be a recliner or a chair he'd approve with an eye roll. Eye roll. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear back. I love it, Carol. Call me. Respect. Okay, wait. Oh, yes, yes. Caroline um, has Girlfriend, a... we have some really good-looking recliners. I think our Layla leather recliner is awesome. And recliners have come a long way. Yeah, especially if one's leather. Mm-hmm. Okay. I. What are you showing? She's brought up. I think she needs this one. Oh. You don't, you hate it. Okay, well. We can't no. say that, but <laughs> I don't think that's an updated look. That looks sort of well, old. He's not gonna like the top. He, he will not no, like that. Not, that's not that chair. No. Why? I would, Joe Money would no. never sit in that chair. He'd be David like, would. Okay, hold on. You're gonna well, have to let me tell you a story. Um, <laughs> Molly Kitchen's husband. They have two of these in her living room, and he's obsessed with them. And they're his chair. What's it called, Brooke? It's called the Morrison recliner. Morrison. I'm telling you. Do you all have any leather recliners? Yes, we Layla. Yeah. Show them that one. Pick up Layla. I want to see Layla. That's what they would need to do, especially if they're adding a chair that doesn't. It's not. Yes. It's a. Diff- it's adding a different element, so mm-hmm. not doing it the same color because then it's going to look like you're trying, right. and it's not. So gonna you work. don't do the same color as the couch or no. the other chair. No. You do a third. Yes, yes. Okay. like a pattern 
yeah, something. fabric Pattern. or leather. leather. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, 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 I mean, right there, all day long. As a resident of the Gulf Layla. Coast. Y'all, I do not like leather in, like, super hot, mucky places. I'm just saying. It's no. sticky. There's AC in like there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just but it's, it out but there. the Layla is not that slick shiny leather True. that you slip all over it's a really it's good a looking i mean if, if you're if you gotta do leather and it's a good one I but just, she doesn't say he wants she doesn't leather. say leather she i was a but recliner i think about and i think about a man and a recliner i always think yeah. about leather mm-hmm. i'm with you i don't always love leather i would do another chair that was recliner that had a pattern on it yeah. yes i think it's yeah. a good opportunity to do a pattern mm-hmm. you know? and there are good looking recliners out there go to our website and check them out Carol we have B. a lot of options. We have a lot I just of pulled that one recliners, and you can pick any fabric. Mm-hmm. And like you said, pick a third, a third one, and not don't match it up. I feel and like get, if she get does a, a pattern, fabric, dude. Right? Like if she does a pattern that she likes, I feel like they can compromise on that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Like he gets his recliner that's right. super comfy, but she can do a pattern that she feels like that's coordinates fine. for that works. Her, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. add some other interest Talk element to her room. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you're, you like Morrison, and you've got some guys that have said yes to the Morrison recliner. I'm telling you, Molly, he is a contractor. This he is, is our like Molly. A, he's a manly he man. He is a man's man. I will confirm with Molly, but I've seen him sitting She's in that recliner. She's got two of the Morrison, and they love it. Yes. All right, so that's a shout-out to Morrison. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, cool. <laughs> and she did say, by the way, per your advice on buying Drake's from Ballard, I did just that, and I love them. Good job, nice. Carol B. So thanks, you guys, for coming. How can our guests find you or hear about you? Would you have Instagram, websites, all that good stuff? Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> Us would go to MontgomeryGrotch.com. And Spell it right now. M-O-N-T-G-O-M-E-R-Y-G-R-A-T-C-H. Okay. So that's the quickest, easiest. But mm-hmm. then from there, you can see Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I like y'all's Instagram. It's yeah, it's good. Thanks. Yeah. It was easy yeah. to find. Yeah. I found well, Yeah. <laughs> I'm following you. Oh, good. Stalking. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. You guys had some good I answers. Know. Thank you very much. Thanks for, Thanks having, for us. having us. Yes. This was fun. I like your yin and yang. And good luck with your new venture together. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks so, so much. much. Thanks for Appreciate coming Appreciate it. All right, guys. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We would love that. Guys, Um, we got some really cute ones recently it so makes thank us so you. happy thank you very much to those the, ladies the ones that aren't so nice don't make us happy but we love <laughs> but we the nice do, ones we do appreciate your feedback and we do listen and we try to adjust as, <laughs> as requested yeah. um we would also love for you to subscribe to the show because then the podcast just goes straight to your phone you don't have to worry about downloading it when it comes up it just goes right there it's super convenient and of course email us your questions so we can answer them and have our super talented guests answer them for you uh, you can email them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net and obviously follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And until next time, happy, happy decorating! decorating.